0: What is good, YouTube? <coughs> Quinn Wade, Basketball Analysis, coming to y'all on the Analysis Playground. We're going to talk about the Phoenix Suns defeating the Golden State Warriors to set for the second time this season. It's unfortunate. It happens. But we're going to talk about the Warriors particularly because I feel like Phoenix have been pretty good for the most part. They're 7-1 and one at home, and they're 9-5 and five in general. As a record, they are tied for second in the Western Conference, and they're only one game away from being the best team in the West again. After coming off a little bit of a slump um, because they're still missing Chris Paul, they was able to beat some tough competition and show that they still can you know, be a great team. Remember this team? was a play-in team without Chris Paul. They just need guys to step up like Mikel Bridges, like DeAndre Aiden, and like Devin Booker to make up that difference. Um, and tonight, Tory Craig was the biggest difference maker. He was a differential in the win-losses with other guys like um, Cameron Payne, um, plus 10 and plus minus. One personal foul, one turnover. But Torrey Craig did have one block. He also had two steals. He had two assists. He also had 10 rebounds, so he had a double-double. Three or six from the three-point line, which was huge for them tonight. Five or eight from the field. Craig never really knows what he's going to give you each and every night, but you just expect him to defend and play well. Tonight he gave you the defense and the offense. And that was huge for Phoenix, which they did need it against this matchup, against Golden State, who our best players are on the perimeter like a Steph Curry like a Clay Thompson and like uh, Andrew Wiggins and a Jordan Poole, their best players are all perimeter players. And to have somebody that has to extend so much energy defending, is good to be able to get some offense out of there too. And the fact that he didn't get in foul trouble helped too because he only had one personal foul total. Mikael Bridges played 42 minutes. They really used and abused Mikael Bridges. They needed all the energy that he can give them tonight. 6 of 11 from the field, 5 for 8 from the three-point line, 6 of 6 from the free-throw line. He also had nine rebounds and nine assists and one steal. A huge game, almost a triple-double for Mikel. You've seen them doing everything from scoring to rebounding to passing. There's a full body of work done tonight by Mikel Bridges. Two turnovers, three personal fouls, plus 23 and plus-minus. 23 points total. DeAndre Aiden, 32 minutes, 7 of 14 from the field, which was huge for him tonight. Although he only had 14 points, he did shoot 50% from the field. Seven rebounds, two assists, four four turnovers, three personal fouls, plus 16 and plus minus. Cameron Payne had 29 points as a starter tonight, 33 minutes, 9 of 17 from the field, which was above 50%. Um, 6 of 10 from the 3 point line 5 of 6 from the free throw line He also had 3 rebounds, 7 assists 1 block, 2 turnovers 5 personal fouls Was a plus 11 and plus minus Devin Booker had a huge night from the free throw line, 9-9 from the free throw line, 2-5 from the three-point line, 8-17 from the field. He also had two rebounds. He had nine assists, getting into his playmaking, along with Mikael Bridges, along with Cameron Payne. He'll and keeping the ball moving, feeding off each other, and playing together and playing the right way, which was done tonight, which they needed to do to overcome Having a guy like Chris Paul out, somebody got to do the facilitation. And I feel like all the guys stepped up in that role, even DeAndre Aiden and Torrey Craig, cut and set good screens so guys can get open all night. Three blocks, three turnovers, two personal fouls, plus six and plus minus, 27 points. Wayne Wright had three points, negative four and plus minus, uh, one or two from the three-point line. One of one, one or two from the field. Josh Kogi zero from two from the field goal. All one from the three-point line. Two rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block. Three personal fouls, negative assists and plus-minus zero points. Josh Landell seven points, negative five and plus-minus three personal fouls, two turnovers, two blocks, four rebounds, one or two from the free throw line, three or five from the field. Uh, Wainwright. Um. Uh, also, had Washington. Uh, two of six from the field, one of four from the three-point line. Two rebounds, two assists. Negative seven and plus-minus five points. Um, Damian. Uh, uh D- Lee. Um, also had. Uh, Damian Lee had nine points, plus eleven and plus-minus two personal fouls, one turnover, eight rebounds, three or three from the three-point line, three or four from the field. Um, the team shot 51% from the field. You can't have that if you're the Golden State Warriors and trying to win this game. 50% from the field, 52% from three, and 84% from the free throw line. Personal fouls have 22 total for the Suns. They had 15 turnovers, eight blocks, and five steals. When you look at the Golden State Warriors, they ended up shooting 45% from the field, which is decent, 42% from three, which is great, and 100% from the free throw line, 17 of 17, but they had 17 turnovers. They didn't get a lot of blocks. They didn't get a lot of steals, and they also had 23 personal fouls. But overall, they just didn't defend well. They gave up a lot of high percentage shots, whether it was transition, whether it was layups and dunks, or whether it was spot-up three-point attempts. They gave up a lot of easy comfort zone shots, and then, the confidence of the Suns just rolled high after that, and they was able to make everything um, from that point on This because they seen the basket go in a little bit too much, more than what you would like. Nine points for Draymond Green, negative 19 and plus minus. Two personal fouls, three turnovers, three steals, eight assists, two rebounds, two or two from the free throw line, one of one from the three point line, three or three from the field. Um, Andrew Wiggins, 32 minutes, five or 11 from the field, four or six from the three point line, Two rebounds, one assist, three turnovers, four personal fouls, negative 13 and plus minus 14 points. Kevon Looney, 10 points, negative 11 and plus minus one block, two assists, eight rebounds. Also had shot five or six, five or six from the field. Stephen Curry, 17. Of 28, 7 of 11 from 3. Great performance from Steph. MVP-type performance from Steph again. 9-9 from the free throw line. 9 rebounds, 6 assists. Also had 1 block. Three turnovers, one personal foul, negative 14 and plus minus. And he had a 50 ball, even though they lost decisively in this game. And Klay Thompson, another decent game, 19 points, 6 of 17 from the field, 3 of 9 from 3, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 turnovers, 5 personal fouls, and a negative 8 and plus minus. Green has 17 minutes, so 1 of 7 from the field, 0 2 for him. Also, Lamb had, Anthony Lamb had 24 minutes, three of seven from the field, one of four from the three-point line, seven rebounds, one assist, two steals, three turnovers, one personal foul, negative three and plus minus, seven points. Dante DiVincenzo, 19, 19 minutes, two of seven from the field, two of five from three, two rebounds, three assists, six points, plus two and plus minus, one personal foul, Jordan Poole didn't really do anything tonight. In 27 minutes, he was 0 of 5 from the field, 0 of 3 from the three point line, two rebounds, eight assists, which was decent. But considering the fact that they lost and never really gained control of the lead after the first quarter, they got out, scored 33 to 36 32 to 36 24 to 31 and 30 to 27 only winning the fourth quarter but by then the lead was so insurmountable that the game was already over it didn't really make much of a difference uh also moses moody uh had six minutes oh one from the field oh one from three one rebound also was a plus six and plus minus and they scored 119 points which was great overall you just hate the lack of effort that the the Warriors bench have outside of Jordan Poole. You feel like DiVincenzo was a great acquisition to have a guy that's athletic and mobile that can play a combo guard type position. You just suspect more out of him. He had a huge upside. I liked him with Milwaukee Bucks. I feel like if his jump shot was more consistent, he'd be a great threat. Never really materialized into anything or much. Um, but he has also been a great athlete. Never really turned that into great defense yet. Um, he is a solid pickup for them. Hasn't really materialized into what he should be. Kaminga did not play, or just Steve Kerr' decision not to play him. You also look at Anthony Lamb was known as a guy that's supposed to be a two-way guy. Didn't really defend where the way he needed to. I feel like he did other good contributions tonight. I like seeing him get the minutes. Uh, Green, I didn't really like too much out of Jamichael Green. Uh, he hasn't really been that acquisition that they thought being that stretch forward that can defend multiple positions and give them spacing. Hasn't really been that for them um, as a pickup. Um, and Moody hasn't really been the guy that they needed him to be at. Um, he's still young, still went behind the ears, still make a lot of psychological decisions that will turn into something special probably in the future, but their, their starters didn't really play with the same force and the same, you know, thoughts that they usually have. They seem like they're not on the same page as a starting group. I feel like the lineup was a big argument for them, but even them, sales hasn't really been accountable the way they usually hold each other accountable. They kind of came into this easy, this season kind of cocky feeling like they was on top of the world and nobody could beat them. And the day was going to run away with it this year. And they quickly got humbled and got put back down to earth that it's another grind, it's another season. You had to fight and and earn the respect all over again. You did that last year. You did that a couple months ago. New moves been made. Teams have come for the throne. They always told you, to watch the throne because somebody always want to take your head and decapitate you so they can have the crown and have the power. The Warriors have done it four times. They should be used to this, but they didn't make any power moves in the offseason, and that just resulted of being samey. This is the same team that struggled in the second half of the season. They picked it up when they got healthier. Teams kind of figured them out in the playoffs. They was able to uh, explode a little bit more than other teams, and that was able to win them a title. Now teams are amping up their teams, making better moves, making better acquisitions, making better decisions of how they want to attack the Warriors offensively and defensively, and they already have these things figured out of how the Warriors want to play and how they want to defend and how they want to score points, and teams are passing them up. If you don't make a big splash in free agency or a big trade and you come back the same, teams continue to get better to take down the team that's the best. And the Warriors was the best, and they didn't make any big moves. They was just counting on the development of their young guys, and they just didn't come through. It looked like that they would in summer league. They had some decent summer league sightings, and they just didn't transition into going against legitimate starters and the best players in the league for 30 to 35 minutes and that resulted in them having a subpar season. Unfortunately for them, this season is getting off to the start that they didn't want, and now it's going to force them to make decisions that they're going to have to make. Do you want to have a bad season, or do you want to have a play-in type season where you try to figure out what works and doesn't work as the season goes on and try to recoup like they did two years ago and make another big move that can get them to where they need to go and also help them win another title so they can get their fifth. And Steph Curry can move in that upper echelon of players that have five or more. And he has to get to the fifth first. And he needs another Finals MVP to crack my top ten players all time. But in my personal opinion, I love what I have seen out of the Suns. They're still trying to get that first title. I feel like they're just on the same level, if not better, than the Golden State Warriors. Especially because the Warriors are older. They, they have a lot more injury concerns because of that. Their guys have been breaking down as seasons have went through and went by, and I feel like they are a catchable team. They were showing that against Memphis. They were showing that against Denver without Marco Porter and Jamal Murray. They exactly they showed that against um, the Luka Doncic Mavericks, and they also showed that going six games with the Celtics, that this team isn't that far ahead of other teams. Every team improved their roster, and the Warriors just didn't. If anything, that got worse because they relied on young guys that just wasn't ready yet. They either going to have to ride them high or have to make that big move to get them where they need to be. Or guys is going to have to develop faster than they want them to. And you're just going to have to be hard and stern on them and per- accept, uh, accept nothing less but greatness. And it's going to be tough. It's going to be annoying. But it's how the game goes. It's either you want the throne, or you're trying to take the throne, and that's the give and take in the NBA, and that's how it goes in the power struggle. And when the power creep comes, it's either you the power creep, or you the team that's trying to creep the power so you can have all the power in the NBA or control over whatever you have. Other than that, Quinway Basketball not sign out. Like the video, like on Facebook, like and share. Also, check out my podcast if you want to hear it on podcast. One that would be in the description. Hope you guys enjoyed the video. Hope you guys enjoyed the night. See you guys on Thursday.